Hey friend, welcome back to the Surrender Driven Success Podcast. Do you absolutely love being a wife and a mom, but something in you desires more? Do you want to grow as an entrepreneur without hurting your family? You wonder, is it really possible to be an excellent wife, an intentional mother, and be successful in business, all for the glory of God? Hi, my name is Michelle, and as a wife of 17 years, a homeschooling mama of five, and a kingdom entrepreneur, I know exactly how you feel. I know you wish every day that there were more hours in the day to get it all done and be the best mom that you can be. I know the mom guilt whispers in your ear far too often and you get tired of dealing with the constant interruptions. You crave more simplicity, more order in your home, more connection with your family, and more than anything, a strong faith that keeps your heart steady no matter the season. I'm so thankful you're here to join me on this journey of processing life together and growing in greater purpose as fellow business-minded mamas with a heart for home and a love for Jesus. On this podcast, we will use this precious time exploring how to embrace a heart of surrender, gain biblical perspective for everyday life, and learn practical tips to experience more peace in the midst of balancing work and family. I truly believe that the most important work you will ever do is within the walls of your home. Do you believe that too? Then let's connect the work of our hands with our influence at home so that we can leave a lasting legacy through the next generation. Go grab that basket of clean laundry to fold or pour another cup of coffee and let's grow together. Hey friend, welcome back to the Surrender Driven Success Podcast. I'm so thankful that you are taking some time to hang out with me today. And today is going to be a little bit different. Honestly, I am not quite sure where this conversation is going to go exactly. I don't feel fully prepared. I think my dilemma with podcasting in general is that there's just so much in my heart and inside that I want to get out. And it's like, how do I pull it out and put it together in a way that makes sense, in a way that you can use and digest and apply to your life and that's really going to be helpful for you. It always feels a little bit overwhelming, but today I'm kind of just showing up. You know, I know when we listen to podcasts, we always want to like get in, get that answer, get that quick fix, get that word of encouragement, get those two tips to solve all of our problems in, you know, 15 minutes or less kind of thing. And man, I really feel called to just, to the best of my ability, do life with you, to be a friend to you, and to just kind of sit here and sit back as if we were face to face and we were drinking a cup of coffee together. And I would just really catch you up on my life. And so that's what I'm going to do. And I do that not because this is about me and this is about my life. And it's not that at all. It's that I believe that there's power in our testimony. I want to live a life that's authentic and that's raw and real. And I don't want to just live it before the Lord and before my family, but I want to be a light to others. And you know what? Often it doesn't look that beautiful. Sometimes it's just messy. It's raw. It's real. But this is where I'm at and this is who I am. And so I just really want to 
be that person. And I just know that as God is working so deeply in me, that he's going to work through me because it's only going to be him. And so as I just kind of share and catch you up on where I've been a little bit, I want you to know that this is not about me. This is really about what God wants to say to you through my life and through our relationship. And so I just hope that as I trust you to just be so real on this podcast that you would just also learn to trust the Lord better through the, through our conversation. So anyways, I I don't have a title. I don't have complete direction, but I really just wanted to kind of show up here and just speak from my heart and catch you up a little bit on what's been going on in my world because there's a major change that's been happening in me. There's a major transition. There's a major pivot. There's just a major realignment and redirection that's going on. And I need to catch you up because this is also going to affect the direction of the podcast. So that's kind of where I'm at. And, you know, here in Orlando, Florida, we just literally made it through a hurricane like yesterday. And so it's been wild and you never know what to expect. It's like, you know, this thing's coming, you do what you can to prepare, but you don't really know what it's going to be like on the other side or what that experience is going to be like until you go through it. And in my world, I've been going through a hurricane and it's like, I know this transition's coming and I know there's been change happening, but you don't really know what it's going to be like or what it's going to feel like or what it's going to look like until you're in it and walking through it. And so I'm right kind of in it and walking through it. And like I said, I just want to pull you along with me. But what I want to emphasize going into this is that what happens in the natural is also spiritual. Everything physical and spiritual is connected. So whenever you uproot your life and your world, like I just moved physically homes and situations. You guys know all about that. If you haven't had a chance, go back and listen to episode 100 on the podcast just to get filled in on that journey because it has been a journey. But you don't make a major transition like that without having a major inner work happening. So there's been a major process that's been going on in my heart that to be honest with you, I don't think I was prepared for it. I don't think I was expecting to the extent that it was. And so I've just been kind of in it. I've been going through the trenches of inner growth and tested in my surrender in ways that I did not see coming. And it's been breaking me, but God has been molding me and I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for the pressing. I'm so thankful for the crushing. I'm so thankful that he does it in the midst of the deepest, greatest blessing. God is so fascinating how he does that. But I'm so thankful because he's doing a new thing. And I'm thankful that his work and his new wineskin and his ways are higher than mine. And I can trust him in that. And so for me, it really started with this packing process because this move for us, it's not just like, oh, I slept here. Now I sleep there. I was here. Now I was, no, it's like, this has been a significant move. It's like, we are entering a new season and I'm like, I know that there's just so much significance around it, to be honest with you. But I didn't realize that the actual physical packing process was going to unpack a whole lot more. 
I'll just kind of go back. Let me just kind of catch you up a little bit. I'll probably share this in a few parts, but I'm really, like I said, I'm just going to share with you like I'm catching up with one of my best friends because I haven't even shared all of this with some of my best friends. So anyways, it started out with packing. I was like, all right. <laughs> We didn't know if we were going to close on the house or not, if it was going to go through. I was like, I'm not doing anything. I know we're moving. I believe in faith that it's going to happen this time around. We waited a whole year from the first time it like completely fell through and fell apart. And so I was like, when we get to the closing table and sign the papers, then we will start the process. Close on the house. Thought I was going to start moving in a direction to pack. And it was like, no, wait, actually stop. We have to sell the house that we're in, needed to get it like beautiful and show ready, showcase ready. So focused on that, went out of town, family vacation, orchestrated that whole deal, came back completely exhausted, recalibrated. And then it was like, all right, the pressure's here. The time is now. It's time to actually get out of the boxes and do what we've got to do to get from here to there. And initially starting out, whenever you have a big project ahead of you, to me, packing, I've moved a lot, but it does not feel like an easy thing for me. It always feels overwhelming. It's something that I don't feel like I'm really good at. It just, I, I see with so, so many details. And so I just feel like I get easily overwhelmed and it just feels hard for me. I don't like the chaos of it. I don't like anything about moving, to be honest with you. I really, it's, it's not my thing. <laughs> so I was dreading it, but we had the pressure. It was time to do it. It was time to roll up the sleeves and get to work. And so naturally, when you have a big project, you start with the easiest part. And I said, all right, let me start with these two closets. They're actually, one's right off the dining room, one's right off the living room. They're tiny little unsuspecting closets. I haven't touched them in probably a year or so. They're full of business stuff, old business things, things that I'm not really active in anymore, things that I've laid down, things that I've set aside for a time. And it just, to me, it's like, this will be easy because I'm not using this stuff. Most of it probably just needs to go. It's not a big part of my life. It's pretty obvious that I can just kind of purge through this really quickly and easily. Well, I was wrong <laughs> and I opened up the closets, started pulling everything out to look at it, to sort it, to make sense of it. And I found myself kind of going around and under my breath, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is hard. Like, wow, this is hard. Oh, it was just like doing something in my heart. And I felt so hard. I'm looking at this and I'm looking at all these awards and all these, everything that I'd done. It just represented things I've done, accomplishments, literally investments I've made, achievements, goals, goals experienced, um, just hard work. And everything that I do because of who I am, like I just put my heart and soul into it all. And so it just meant so much. It was all these things that I've worked so hard for, everything that I was looking at. It all meant a lot, but it wasn't for now. It was all old season things. It was all old things. And when I went through that, I was like, man, this is hard. And it, what it did was it pushed me into some hardcore grief. I didn't get packing very long before I found myself in the bathroom just crying, like feeling this overwhelming grief of like, oh my gosh, like, it was just things that I identified with, things that that meant something to me and that felt like a part of me that I needed to really reconcile with and let go once and for all. You know, it's one thing to 
move along and say, all right, yes, moving on to a new season. Let me take this, set it aside and hide it away. It's another thing to take all those things out of the closet, to lay them out on the altar and let them burn once and for all and be like, Lord, it's yours and it's gone and it's 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 completely yours. It is one thing to let it go in that sense. And so I really had to go through that almost like this death of an old season and I thought I would already moved on from that, but it, I really felt it. And so all that to say is that it started a process of some grief. It started strumming some heartstrings that were really rooted in identity. And it was really the beginning of an invitation that I felt the Lord saying, hey, I want you to leave some things behind even more than maybe I realized. I want you to, I felt him say, I want you to pack a light. And I'm like, okay, Lord, I don't know what that means. But over the course of the next few weeks, as I would begin to pack and as he would begin to work in my heart, as you literally go through every closet, every nook and cranny of your home and you take your stuff out and you lay it out and you purge and you sort it and you decide what's going to stay and what's going to go. That is exactly what I needed to go through in my heart. And I wasn't really planning on that. And it felt really hard because as he began to speak to me, as he began to give me more clarity, I'm like, wow, Lord, I, this is hard. This is really hard. Like, I feel you asking me to lay some things down, some things that I've been holding on to, some good things. And I just have to trust you no matter what. And so one of the things that I was just praying in my heart through so many tears and so much just wrestling is, Lord, as I purge. I'm just making room for more oil. Like I just want more of you, Lord. I'm making room for more oil, Lord. Purify my life in the process. And like I said, it began a process of transition in my heart and a change of directions in my spirit and ultimately the call to, to trust and let go. And as my head began to understand the inner process of change, I... <laughs> I'm a fighter and I really wrestled with this. I feel like the perfect picture of me has been like pre-move and even like maybe the first week of moving was like that picture. I'm sure you guys have all seen it. It's like this little girl with brown hair and she's holding onto a teddy bear and she's holding onto it and she's like, but I love it, God, but I love it. And he's standing over there, bending down, looking at her eye to eye. And he's got this huge teddy bear behind his back and he's like, just trust me. And the point is, is like, I'm not after a teddy bear. I'm not after this big thing, this big blessing, Lord. I'm not after what you have for me. I just need more of you. But I know that you're asking me to set down some things that I've held really dear to my heart and they haven't been bad things. And there've been things that you've allowed me to and led me into but you're asking me now to lay this down. It doesn't really make sense. And it feels absolutely crushing, but I have to make a choice. Am I going to let go of the teddy bear and trust you because your ways are higher or am I just going to keep holding on? And so I feel like it's been this process of like, all right, I let go. And then I'm like holding on to like the foot. I'm like, no, no, like not wanting to fully let it go. It's just been this crazy process. But I just want to remind you guys that there is always beautiful and hard in our life. Like it coexists together, but we get to choose what to focus on and how we respond always. 
right? Like you guys know, if you've listened and you've heard the story and the journey of our moving to this home, like this is so much like God's goodness in our life, like words and promises fulfilled. Like this is a dream come true in so many ways. Like we are walking in such abundance and such blessing, but it doesn't mean that there's not a cost because I really believe that the word says to whom much is given, much is required. And there is a call on my life and I feel it and I'm so thankful for it. But there's a cost. There's a cost to that. And I have to be willing to steward my life, my time, every part of me, everything I have well. And that includes letting go when he asked me to let go of things when it feels hard and I love them dearly and it doesn't make sense. And so I just want to encourage you guys that wherever you're at, if you're like in this tension of like, man, you know, there's so much good, but there's so much hard and you just want, we want these like fairy tale lives and it doesn't exist for anybody at any given time. There are two things that we can focus on. There's always tension of growth. And I've heard it say like this blissful, I think it's Ed Milet. He calls it blissful dissatisfaction. It's like this we're, we're, we're so blissful. We're so thankful. Like God is so good. There's so much good in our life. There's so much to be thankful for. This is why gratitude is such an important practice. Yet at the same time, we know that we're on a growth journey, that where we're at is not where we're going to be. And we're dissatisfied because we're uncomfortable and we're pressing into the more that he has. So there's this like gratitude, this thankfulness, this blissful dissatisfaction at the same time. And I don't think it's wrong. I think it's healthy. But I just want to remind you that if you're feeling that tension, which I'm sure you are in your own way, in your own world, that it's okay and it's good. Just keep your eyes fixed on the Lord. Stay in gratitude and stay in the lane of praise and adoration because that is really, really huge. And also, again, I'll just, I'm going to say this for me too. When you're in times of transition or when you're like feeling a little bit lost and you're like, I don't know what to do right now. Do the things that are going to nurture your basic needs in the midst. Remember, what are the things that are nourishing to you? What are the things that are necessary in your life? What has to be done? What are the things that light you up, that keep you healthy? And um, as an individual, mind, body, spirit, what are those things that you need to do that's going to nurture and nourish you and your family do those things, narrow it down to the basics and the most essentials and stick with that, even in the midst of a storm or a major change, whatever that is. For us, the goal is to get moved. So we're here, I'm packing, I'm going through this unexpected process. I'm like thinking, oh, I just got to go. I have this mountain to climb physically. I've got to go this massive house. I've got to go through and do so much work, but I did not know all the hard work that it was going to go through. And so I'm in this process of going through it. Right. And I just think, okay, I just have to get on the other side. I'm like, once I get to this new place, once my feet are on this soil, once I'm in this new season, it's all going to be okay. Like I have so much vision. There's so much spoken over this new season, over this place, over what it's going to look like. Like I'm, I'm just going to like step into it and it's just going to be there. And there's going to be this peace and this relief and this rest and all these things. I just have to get there. I could not wait to get there because it was just all going to be okay, right? Well, not exactly. (laughs) Not exactly. The journey has continued and this 
process of refinement and sanctification is always going. And I'll, I'll share more about what it's been like on the other side of that here um, in a little bit. But I just want to share even a journal entry. This was actually from September 1st. So I was just like a day from making the official move a day or two away. And I was just asking the Lord, I'm like, Lord, help me to press on, help me to forget the past, to move forward with expectation and maturity. Because when I woke up that morning, the verse that was highlighted to me was Philippians 3.13. And it says, no, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. So much of moving ahead and moving on is letting go. And that's where I tend to struggle. I cherish the past. I cherish what I've done and where I've come from. And it's hard to let go, even when it's a good thing. The next verse, Philippians 3.16, it says, but we must hold on to the progress we have already made. It doesn't mean that what you've done is in vain. It doesn't mean that it's like forgotten and it's buried. No, it means that you get to take you with you. You get to take that progress, that maturity in the Lord. Like you get to take that growth with you, but you still have to let go and keep your eyes fixed ahead. That was one of the, the things on my heart as I was in the last days before I moved, going through this process, kind of experiencing this invitation to let go of some things that I held on to dearly, really wrestling with that, saying, God, I know that I can trust you, but man, it's just hard. And I think I let go, but then I'm like, oh no, I'm, I'm still holding on. <laughs> I've still got that teddy bear's ear, like clutched in my hand or whatever it is. It's been a journey. It's been a process. And I just share that to let you know that you're not alone. Like, I don't know what you're holding on to right now. I don't know where you're at, but I know that God's doing a new thing. And I just want to encourage you. Maybe the Lord's giving you the invitation in your own life to let go of some things, things that are good, things that have been good, things that he's asked you to do in the past, things that worked before. Maybe they're not going to work now for this new season because I believe that God is really doing a new thing. And I think that his new thing may look or feel different than Maybe you thought it would. Okay, so just a couple points as I kind of wrap up this <laughs> conversation, whatever this is. A couple things I just want to share with you that I was just reminded of is that just because God says no, it doesn't mean it's a no forever. It doesn't mean that the door is like shut and that it's nailed closed forever. Like it's a coffin. Like sometimes it's just a no for now. Tyler really helped me realize this with one of my businesses when I had to, I was over halfway through my fifth pregnancy, physically could not do the work anymore, tried to come up with a solution, came to the point that I had to shut it down and I grieved the loss. It felt like I was welcoming a new baby in our home, but I was laying down and saying goodbye and grieving the loss of a business baby. And Tyler's like, um, just relax. Like, Maybe it's just, it's just a no for now. Like it doesn't mean that it's forever because I'm so black and white. I take things so concrete sometimes. And so I just want to remind you that just because the promises and the dreams that God has put in your heart, maybe they're not for now. It doesn't mean that they're not real. It doesn't mean that they're not good. It doesn't mean that they're not going to happen. Just be patient and be aware that everything that the Lord speaks to you isn't for right now. We always want to grab it and run with it immediately, or at least I do, but his ways are better. 
Okay, the other thing I really want to emphasize is I just want to remind you that what happens in the natural influences the spiritual. And I want to remind you that our battles are not against flesh and blood. Before I started this packing process, the Lord had led me to the verse in the Bible about putting on the armor of God. I don't have it pulled up. It's not available right now. Sorry about that. You'll have to reference it. I'm like the worst at like remembering where verses are in scripture. I always have to look it up. But anyways, go to that and read it because this is a time as believers, like we need to armor up. And he showed this to me and highlighted this to me. I didn't fully understand why, but it it just, when you read it, it says stand firm, like armor up, put on the helmet, put on the breastplate, put on the shield of faith, like put on the armor of God and stand firm. The battles we face are not against flesh and blood, but we have to know that when we are going through things in the natural, it does affect the spiritual. So be ready for the heart changes that are happening as you transition in the natural with your children, in your marriage, in your work, whatever you're going through, like just embrace it all because it's all part of the beautiful picture that God has in mind for your life. Also, I want to remind you to just embrace grief because I think that grief is so much a part of our life. I've learned that more and more. I think 2020 really brought that up in all of our lives because we all had to go through some loss, some discouragement, loss of a lot of loved ones. People, A lot of people passed away with COVID. And I think that grief has just been more, there's been more awareness of it over the last few years. And I think we want to resist that and we want to look at it as a bad thing. But I just want you to recognize that grief is part of life. It's part of letting go. It's part of growth. It's part of moving on. And it's okay to have tears, but just process through whatever you're going through with the Lord. He is really right there with you. And I think that your tears poured out before him are a beautiful, fragrant offering to him. Just let him have all of your emotions as you go through what you're going through. And I also want to just encourage you, like I said, trust him and let go. The key is to let go. That picture of the teddy bear, trust him, knowing that his ways are better. You don't know what he has in store. It's like, you know, he has more, you know, that there's more ahead, but you have to let go before you can experience what's to come. I heard somebody say, that the death of a dream, it means life to something new. And it takes the death of something to experience new life. Celebrations and struggles coincide. So just give God the hard and the beautiful and ask him to use all of it for his glory. Stand in faith, friend. This is our response. This is our call. God is raising up an army in this hour, in this day. And we need to be ready. He's readying us. So let him do the work and embrace it. You have to come out of something to come into something new. And I think that's just where I've been at. It's like, all right, I have to come out of something to walk into a new season. And that coming out of, it's like, there's challenges with that. I want to keep wrestling. I want to hold on to pieces of it. It's like, okay, God, I get it. Like, I know that you want me to let go. I know that your ways are better. Like, I know these things in my head, but in reality, like my heart wants to hold on to pieces, pieces that I'm like, oh man, I just don't want to let go of that. I've worked so hard. It feels like a loss. I don't get it. Doesn't make sense. Trust, surrender, 
that is our response because our obedience to the Lord, our success is found in our surrender. And it's easy to say that, but we really are tested in that when we walk through these times where we're invited to really lay down those things in our life that we cherish. God, he doesn't just take from us. He makes exchanges for his glory. So I just want to ask you to ask yourself in prayer with the Lord, like, Lord, what exchanges are you making? What are you asking me to give you and to trust you with? And what do you have for me? in exchange. And I don't even need to know. It's not even a thing. It doesn't have to be this accomplishment, this monetary gain. It doesn't have to be this tangible blessing. God, I just want you. You are the reward, Lord. But like, give us the grace. Let me just pray into that right now. Father God, give us the grace as friends, as believers, as women of faith. Give us the grace to make the exchanges that you are asking of us in this season. Help us to trust you no matter what. May our surrender run deep. Lord, thank you for the testing. Thank you for the trials. Thank you for the pressing. Thank you for the new oil that you're pressing out of us, Lord. Thank you for the deep, deep blessings, Lord. Thank you for allowing us to stay uncomfortable. God, you've given so much, Lord. I'm so thankful for my marriage, for my children, for our amazing home. Our life is so fantastic and so blessed, Lord. But I thank you that you keep me on my toes in my heart and that you will not allow me to get comfortable and settle and stagnant and selfish in my life, Lord. Thank you that you're growing me. Thank you for the work that you're doing in our hearts, Lord. May we not resist it. May we not fight you, Lord, but may we surrender to you, Lord, and just trust you, Father. Lord, I pray that you would stir up fresh faith and fresh trust in our heart, Lord, that we would not just trust with our thoughts, with our words, Lord, but we would actually physically open up our hands and let go. Let go of maybe some of the good things that we're holding on to because your ways look different and it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> But God, whatever you're asking, Lord, we give you our yes, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. All right, I just want to leave you guys with Philippians 1.6. This is something that the Lord, again, just reminding me of as I literally made a physical transition of a family, of a home, of a new season, and inside have just been turning the tables in my heart. <laughs> Philippians 1.6 says, And I am certain that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. The Passion Translation says, and I just want you to receive this, receive this in your heart. I pray with great faith for you because I'm fully convinced that the one who began this gracious work in you will faithfully continue the process of maturing you until the unveiling of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes and amen. We will continue this conversation and we will talk more. Thank you so much for hanging with me. Thank you for um, giving me grace and giving me space and for just allowing God to work in your heart through this very honest conversation. Love you and hope you have an amazing blessed day. If you like Mama so, please leave a review. Hey Mama, real quick, before you run off and do all the things, 
If you found value in today's conversations, it would mean the world to me if you left a review and subscribed to my podcast. I know you know how precious time is. The biggest thank you you can give me for taking the time to share on this podcast is to take 30 seconds right now and leave a quick written review. More importantly, this is the way we can reach other mamas just like you and help them find more peace and purpose as they balance motherhood and business with God at the center. So head over to iTunes, scroll down to the bottom of the Surrender Driven Success Podcast, click five stars and leave a super quick review to let me know what spoke to your heart. And if you're feeling a little extra, take a screenshot of today's episode and tag me on social or simply text it to a friend to spread the love. I appreciate you and can't wait to connect over at michellehyatt.com forward slash connect. That's Michelle with two L's, H-I-A-T-T dot com forward slash connect.